Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Hi, everybody. What's up? We're looking forward to next week. Did you see tonight? There's a big, did you see Sheena's IG? They were like warming up for tonight's Serpendales, and she's doing a full-on James is there performing or DJing, and Sheena's performing her Good as Cold. She was, you didn't see her story? No. She was literally on the bar, and she flew into a full split on the bar. Wow. But it was a really nice split. I was like, wow, okay. Good for her. Wow. Get it, girl. I know. It made me, I'm like, oh, they're there tonight. I hope they're there next week. I know. I hope so, too. I'm sure they will be. Yeah. We just got to put that energy out there. Yeah. Maybe I should ask her. Yeah. Later. When we hang out. We are going there next week, guys. So we definitely are hoping that something is going on. So, of course, we can bring it right to you. Yeah. And we're going to meet the famous Heather again. Yes. So, okay. Well, I mean, not a lot has happened. Obviously, we don't have much on the VPR update side. Um, Stassi's on, you know, mid-tour. Well, she just finished it. I think she's back now. Um, I mean, definitely goals on the hotel thing with the hotel catering things to, like, giving uh, Bo a Rams robe and giving her conversing from Dark to Clark and OOTD and, you know, I mean, this whole personalized, customized hotel room thing is pretty cool. Yeah. A little gel. Um, what I'm not gel about is uh, her latest podcast with Taylor Strucker. Uh, mainly because, well, A, I'm not a fan. You've been a fan. It's all, it's, you know, everyone has their likes and dislikes. So right. Nothing wrong with it. I just personally don't like, it, it, I don't know. I can't stand the laugh and the fast talking and the, <laughs> anyways, but the podcast, I was like, are you kidding me? Like I had to shut it off three times and I'm like, I'm going to listen I just got to listen in small doses because the whole thing was Taylor telling Stassi, you're so famous. You're so famous. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're, uh, what net has cast so wide. You're so famous Stassi. You've made it. You can just retire and know that you've done everything. You can retire tomorrow. And Stassi was like, no, 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 I can't. And she's like, Stassi, you're like JLo. You're just like JLo. And I'm like, okay, easy there. Just like, I get blowing smoke up your friend's ass, but calm down. Yeah. Um, I think it was getting like Stasi loved it, but she was also getting a little embarrassed because Taylor kept saying about all the bougie shit they were getting. And Stasi was like, come on, I don't want to sound like an asshole. Like I get this and I get that. So she was trying to counter it. But Taylor was just like, no, no, live it. Cause you're so famous. And it's like, just, yeah, I can't really comment because um, I saw everyone talking about it today. So I meant to tune in. And so I was um, listening to it on the way over here. And I only got a little bit in. But I definitely heard what you were talking about. And yeah, I hear it. I mean, there's more. It gets. It just keeps going. Yeah. But, you know, some people, it seems like it's kind of 50-50. Some people just love and live and die for Taylor Strucker. Some people have the opposite reaction. So it's just whatever you're into. 
you know, some people love friends, some people hate friends. Yeah. I wonder if it's strange for her because, I mean... She was bigger at one point. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, I just wonder what that feels like for Stassi and for her. Like if like how she truly feels about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it's of course, like I would hope that like you're always rooting on your friends, like let them be successful, too. And it seems like that's what she's doing. But I would just, you know, inside, I wonder if it's hard. Bridesmaid. Did you hear that? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, she'll be a bridesmaid. And also someone posted Versailles has opened is has opened or is opening up a hotel within Versailles. And they're like, is this where Stassi's going to get married? I mean, that would be her dream. Mm. But I think it would be her dream if she could rent out the entire property, which I don't think that, I don't think even Kim and Kanye could do that. But they are getting married in France or Italy. Crazy. Yeah. So maybe she'll be one of the inaugural hotel there's probably been weddings there before. I mean, should we start having lemonade stands now to save money to go to that wedding? <laughs> yeah. Like, we should try to do something. Like, go anyways, just to go. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I don't really have, I mean, everybody else was just a, like, life is beautiful, and we just get to see everyone dress up like Coachella, only in Vegas, and same old, same old. Nothing that interesting. I thought OC was lit last night. I saw the trailer. Thank you. Someone for posting it in the group today. Um, for Jersey, it looks fantastic. I I mean, it looks like it's going to be an off-the-chart season. OC has been, you know, kicked off to a great start. And I love, I don't know, so far I love it all. Um. Good job, like doing the Bravo stuff. I because you're not watching Dallas either. I'm not watching any of it. Um, I've actually taken a different journey. I am mm-hmm. currently watching The Hills. I'm um, going through and like you know starting over at the beginning of the new season because I didn't get to like fully watch each episode. So I'm watching The Hills. Okay, so I have that DVR and I haven't. Michaela just watched it and said, you know, it's trippy to see, like, she said the most interesting character is Brandon, Tommy Lee, and Pamela's son. So yeah. I'm kind of interested in his journey, but I haven't watched it either, so I'll watch it with you. I mean, I mean, time. it's, I I am enjoying it. There's only like eight, right? Um, Or six or something like that? No, I think there's like 13 or something. But it's over now, right? Yeah. But um, they're all, I don't know. I'm just going through my um, mm. DVR or whatever. But I feel like I was like on nine and there's still more. Oh, gosh. I, okay. Unless I'm imagining that. I don't know. But um, yeah, so that is really fun. And then wait, what else was I watching? I watched The Hills and oh, and I'm getting back into Dance Moms. Oh, I, I hung on there for years after you. Yeah. And I finally, this last two years, I finally stopped. I, you know, I had to, I stopped after Chloe left. <laughs> and I, mean, I, I still liked Mackenzie and Maddie. Mackenzie was your favorite. Yeah. I loved Mackenzie. And then, I, and then I hung on there with Jojo, who is your and Ronnie's favorite. Right. But then once they were all gone, I'm like, why am I watching? There's no one I know. How, okay. So how is Abby now? Is she, is she in a wheelchair? Yeah. The whole time? Mm-hmm. Cause Why? She, I, I don't know. They didn't say why. I'm assuming just because of her whole back situation and her 
I think she's like, she can't walk. Because she had the gastric bypass before prison. Yeah. But then she got cancer. Okay. So it was cancer. Yeah. Like gnarly, like cervical, like a, or um, like a spine or something. So it's good though? Um, yeah, it's pretty cutthroat, you know, like, cause now she stacked her team to have the best dancers that she can get. You know what I mean? And no she, personal commitment anymore. And just, she has something to prove. And no, it's just LA. She doesn't have Cleveland anymore. Right? No, she went back. She's not in, I mean, she does still have LA, but it's being filmed, um, back at her, at her in her hometown. Oh, at the same studio, same studio. That yeah. She had subletted or whatever mm-hmm. is, um, what's her face is, uh, Kathy on. I haven't, not that I've seen yet. Like in the first, I just watched like the first couple ones where they're like, you know, real, like the, there's some new great moms and just the, you know, the daughter, like they're just like snarky and it's good. Like Kathy was great. The real star was Kathy's daughter. Oh, (laughs) what was her name? Shoot. I just saw her. What do I want to call her? Like Carmen. It was, um, (laughs) she's like, (laughs) like catty, uh, she just had like that's no personality, Kathy. which made her the best personality. Oh my God. That's going to drive me up the wall. Everyone's probably yelling it right now. It's <laughs> blah, blah, blah. They, they, they would be diehard fans because she was only on in the early seasons. But she's like a Laura Lee. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> one of my coworkers that I used to work with in LA is like a major podcaster for dance moms um, on the after show. Oh, after fun. Yeah. Um, you are forgetting like the biggest Vanderpump Rules news, which was about Kristen Doty. Oh, she, and Carter Point two point oh. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, just her statement that she released about you know consciously uncoupling and you right. know <laughs> just her. I, I won't read you guys the whole statement that she made. Go to her Instagram. But basically, you know, she starts it off by saying relationships are messy and it's not fair to anyone to hide the truth for the sake of criticism. She's like she's like laying. The, she has like a photo of her laying in her new backyard, like amongst all of her gypsy pillows. And um, she basically says what I think all of us were kind of thinking happened, that her and Carter broke up. Uh, they remain friends, but this has been a difficult transition for her. And, you know, I think we all knew this. Like, Kristen has a very hard time letting go. Letting go. Um, and I can really relate to this. Um, like, when she, like, makes comments like, it's not that simple. Like, we have dogs together. We have a phone bill together. All of our, you know, like, like yeah. those are, like, truly excuses of a person who, like... The DVR box with Sandoval. Yes, yes. <laughs> the mail. The ma- yeah, it was, it, like, she's... I don't, I don't know why, like, that just... But didn't she put in there something about, like, friends should understand? Like, there was a little bit of a friend angle there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. there was. As there should be. Yeah. I mean, I get that your friends are tired of you complaining about the same thing and not changing it. So I understand that. But should you cut that friend off? No, maybe just say, look, I don't want to hear about your problems anymore with that because you're not changing it. But like still be their friend. I like the only thing that I can think of is that they were told like, listen, you guys need to strong arm Kristen into making a move because like there is no future for her if we're going to keep playing this game. Like it's almost for the show. Yeah, for the show, for the show. And so they did it for the show and they're like, listen, like we're not going to. And all their careers, which is smart. Right. 
it's kind of the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Because like if you were talking about a guy and I was sick of it, like that's my job as a friend to listen to it. Like I don't care if I listen to it for 10 years. Like Mm -hmm. if that's what you need to talk about, then like I don't think anyone would really do that to a friend, even if it's annoying. You know, it's like, okay. I mean, especially like a Carter Christian thing where it it didn't sound like abuse. It wasn't like a crazy situation. Right. It was definitely, it's like one of those ones where it's annoying where it's like, oh my gosh, it's, like, like she wants we're hearing more. the same thing every day. Like, please, yeah. like, just do it for yourself. Like, please be happy. Like, I get that. Yeah. I see how that could be frustrating. Like he's taking her for granted. She wants too much attention. Like, it's just the little things. But it's not like he was beating her or even, like, uh, emotionally. Abu- I mean, whatever. And even when you hear <laughs> things like that, like, because... I, I mean, you and I have been friends with people and like they will tell us a story and they'll be like, okay, like this is the fight that I just got in. I'm thinking of an, another friend that we have that, you know, it's like they'll tell you a story and you're like horrified and you start getting mad at the guy because you're like, yeah. don't treat my friend like that. Like, I don't like that. But then the next day they're sitting there at like the barbecue and you have to be cool with them. And you start noticing like it's your friend that keeps accepting this behavior and like you can't stand up for her yeah. for her. So you just have to stand like support. It's yeah. So I get that they if that's like what was happening, like I'm just going to go with the fact that it was maybe like emotional abuse. It's still I don't know. I I would never have just like deserted her. Right. Yeah, I mean that she's been in worse relationships. Stassi's been in worse relationships. Like they they all have it, I'm sure, but we all have whatever. It's just yeah. It, but on- I don't see like anything like so problematic. It was just more like, hey, this isn't going to work. You're just doing the same thing. All it's and you just know, annoying. You know what else was weird is like if you were to compare, like if you if someone were to say, well, no one wanted to hear about her problems with Carter. Like it was boring. We don't care. Well, do we really care? I did did too. But like, do we really care about Tom and Katie's problems? Like what makes them more of like a couple than Kristen and Carter? I mean, Carter never got featured as much. Like they just didn't luck out in that way that Tom and Katie did. Yeah. But um, I just wonder like, was that his choice? It would be interesting to get like the behind the scenes on that. Maybe, maybe he didn't want to ever really, maybe he wanted to do the Rachel O'Brien and just be the side, whatever. Um, I would, think, I would have liked to have seen more of their... Me too. Yeah. But I also wonder, like, if it's hard to, like, fully say... Like, Bo is all in. Like, he's new to the cast, and he's like, mm-hmm. you can film me pooping. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, he is all in. I wonder what it's like to have a partner that's like, you know what? Like, I do have this other life. Like, I'm a successful photographer or whatever, and I really would rather yeah. keep that separate. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder, like, if production's like, you know what, then that's cool. We'll totally agree to that. And then you just get cut out of all the scenes. Yeah. I heard that on Rachel talking on some podcast because they were like, because she's like, well, Vanderpump wouldn't have existed without me. And I get her point. Like, she introduced the whole everyone to everyone. Uh-huh. Um, and then they did bring her on because they needed a friend for Kristen. And she's like, yeah, okay. They're like, but you have to work at Sir. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, well, then you're out. But then they're like, came back. They're like, well, I guess we still need a friend. So maybe you can come on just lightly or whatever. I don't oh, okay. Know. But yeah, I don't know. Randall seems to like really want to be in the mix of it. But he's like, maybe I'm like, 
I'm not buying this. He's protecting his career and looking out for his career anymore because with the whole Fofty business, I'm like, mm, you really got your tr- reputation is kind of shot. You yeah. should go on Vanderpump to maybe redeem yourself. So like people can see like a less pathetic side of you. Yeah. I, if I was him and like, I, I would probably stay away. I know. And I know that that mm. would ruin Lala's career, but it's better than us seeing too much. Like he has a lot to lose. Yes. I mean, anyone does like not just him, like because of what he does, like, but anyone has a lot to lose. Every time she pops off, Amber can go to court. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. It's a risk, but it's also not great. Him getting into a war and granted it's not him. It's Lala getting into multiple wars with 50 where it's all publicly aired and then it's really dragging him and Amber's getting more ammo every day because of it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I don't, I don't want to, you're not going to be like, I'm not going to put my girl on a leash. She shouldn't be on a leash, but she should. It, it, she she was so protective of him and lying, saying, nope, I'm not with a married man. I know I was protecting him and his family. It's like, well, what happened to that Lala? Why are you just popping off? Are you not thinking ahead here? Because every time you pop off, you put him and his family in jeopardy. Yeah. And his career. Because mm-hmm. guess, guess what now? Guess who's probably not going to work with him? 50. And guess, you know, who, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they both have different connections and whatnot, but it's certainly not helping them. No. But what happened to her before when she was so protective of him? She's not being protective of him now. She's popping off. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Should we get into pretty wild finale? Yes. So you guys, so we're going to talk about the finale and then next week bring on um, some, you know, other people and talk about that with them and get their feedback uh, and see how that goes. We'd like to bring on someone that's gone to Stassi's show. We'd like to bring on someone that knows Alexis. I don't know. Yeah, so tonight we're going to finish the episode, the last episode in the series, and then next week we'll kind of do um, a where are they now, like catch up on like each one of the family members. Yeah, what happened to their lives after. And, you know, break down all the questions that we've had this entire thing that we've held back on. Because it is pretty interesting. Like, each of them have their own journey. Yeah. So. Totes. So it is. And so it is. So we start off, they're getting ready to go to court, and Alexis is really freaking out. She keeps asking her mom to give her something. She needs to calm down. She needs a Xanax or something. So that's, it's a little surprising because, you know, remember, look back to episode one when Andrea is dishing out their daily meds, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she's asking for a Xanax. Clearly, that's something they've discussed because... If you've never discussed this or taken it with your mother involved, like, why would you be in the car? Like, can't you give me something? Can't you give me a Xanax or something? Like, they just not, they're kind of like sweeping that under the rug. Yeah. Because Andrea seems so shocked. She's like, I found pills and they were Xanax. I'm like, why are you so shocked? It seemed like you had been giving those pills to your daughters. I feel, Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, I have a lot to say about this. But um I felt like 
maybe like a more appropriate like response to her saying like I'm so nervous like I I have so much anxiety it would be to say well sweetie it's very normal to have a lot of anxiety when you're going to court for what you're going for like I don't think like it was like out of range to be feeling nervous well it's it's you have anxiety if you go to court over a parking ticket. Yeah. I or mean, even jury selection. I'm like, oh, God, what are they going to ask me? But I just feel like if her mom would have just like said something to like break the air right there, because like she was definitely in her head, which I mean, that's not a comfortable place to be like, I'm feeling nervous. And anxiety is not I, I completely understand. But it just seemed like if she could have just been like, well, like. Uh, this is I totally understand like this is a very serious day for you just take a deep breath like you know and people with truly that truly have like an anxiety problem absolutely like taking a Xanax does help but um yeah it was I I noticed that too like going from day one of court where she wanted to be up on something, which Adderall will sit, will make you twitchy and nervous and mm. like crazy. And then Xanax is just going to like kind of even you out and you're just going to sit there like, you know, stoic. Mm. So it's just kind of like interesting that like, like she's really come down yeah, like off of her, her high of the whole situation. Like this is very serious. Yeah. So, yeah, so she's like, she repeats over and over that she's nervous and she needs something to calm her down. Um, but then they're, they, so then they talk, they get there and they're saying, well, the state's offering the plea, you plead guilty to first degree robbery, which I think she must have been mistaken because they weren't armed. So it, she should have said burglary, which she says later. And the offer is either one year in prison or six months in jail. And so she declines and says, no, I'm going to go to trial. Why would I do something, you know, that I didn't do? And, um, but yeah, that, and she, she really kind of spirals and I get that, like the anticipation and the anxiety has got to be just like, you think you have something resolved. Like we have our issues with whatever in life that happens. And it's like, you just want to know what you're going to deal with. But when you're in that waiting period of like, oh, I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know if it's not going to happen. Like that's mm -hmm. the killer. So I can understand her stress and anxiety, just that delay, 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 anticipation. It's just right. hanging over your head like a dark cloud. And especially like you have to rely on other people. You have to hope that your team has your best interest at heart. You have to, hope that you know that you're not being made an example of or that someone's not gonna like Orlando Bloom was gonna come in to testify oh, I mean that's um you know that really is a big deal as much as like when I first heard her say that I was like oh, like give me a break like she's using that as an excuse if you truly stop and think about it to have a celebrity like that testify against you is a very big deal and it's you know, he's always been like a well-loved celebrity. Mm -hmm. Like I never really hear a lot of bad shit or negative right. shit about him. So he his credibility is way up there versus yeah. yours who, yeah. And he's going to he's gonna talk about how he felt. Victimized like, and. Yeah, not just like, oh, you had some watches stolen. It's like, like uh, I think Paris talked about it. Like you feel so invaded. And even Kyle, when she got ripped off, you've. 
it's like a, it feels like a home invasion. It's not, it's different than a home invasion because then people like storm your house when you're in there. But you know what I mean? Like I've been burglarized when I was in Santa Monica twice and it's like, you get really freaked out and you're like, oh my God, they were in here. And oh my God, like what if I was here? You get really freaked out. Yeah. So I get like, that's probably what he's going to portray. Like, I don't know if it's a stalker that's going to kill me. And so he's going to play up all that shit that he's, you know, um, legitimate deserves to to feel and they're just going to be like oh okay they're going to feel that empathy for him yeah well and it's um i think it's also i feel like they the whole time they've done such a good job of telling their side of the story like they've almost convinced the viewer like she's just trying to live her life. Like she's just trying to put this behind her. Like, why won't we let her put this behind her? She just wants to move on. She's a good person now. Like, you know, like by telling that one side of the story, uh, us as the viewer, we're almost like, let Alexis go like the poor thing. But then there's always two sides to a story. So then when the, when Orlando Bloom side is going to potentially be told, it's like, we all, we also can relate to how he feels. Just like you said, like everything that they, that they went through, that he went through, all those feelings are valid for him. And Alexis has valid feelings too. Like if, you know, she didn't do it or whatever steps she's trying to take, like it's, but, and then it comes down to who are they going to believe? And um, so she, I definitely understood why, things got very dark for her because after she declined the offer from the DA, she went home and just spiraled. Like she came in and um, Alexis and Gabby were like, what happened? Like what happened at court? And she just said, well, it looks like we're going to trial. And then just like the whole time she was talking about, she was so emotional. She went straight to bed and just like rolled herself in her covers and you know, I think it was like a time for her to like really like reflect like this is not funny anymore. This isn't cute. Yeah. And like this is like I'm looking at six years. Hey, you guys, any of you that watch Love After Lockup, hit me up in the group. Um, those of you new listening, join our Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party. It's a private closed Facebook group. No one normal in your Facebook can see your posts. It's just for us. Um, and people like you, but love after lockup, there's a story. And those of you that watch, you know, this girl, Sasha, she's not really a feature on the show. She's a friend of one of the features, Brittany and Marcelino. And it was a kind of a similar story. She was this young girl. She was like 20 years old. She's so sweet. So nice. So like, just appears to be normal. Wasn't into drugs or anything like that, but she had a bad boyfriend and, she was out with a boyfriend and like two other friends. And I think there was like, Oh, you wait in the car. And they went in to like burglarize a place, but they ended up shooting one or two people. Mm-hmm. Well, so then she was in, cause she was part, they got caught them, but she was in the car. So that saying, Oh, you're the, you're part of it. Conspiracy, getaway, whatever. Um, and she ended up uh, being in jail, but then released because, you know, waiting for trial. But her trial, it took like six years to get to trial or something. Mm-hmm. And in that six years, she had like gone to college. She did a whole bunch of community service. Like she like really led a clean, good life. And so 
her finally, the trial and the sentencing comes up. The trial's done, but they're waiting for the sentencing. And she's hoping, you know, to show like, hey, now I'm 25, but I've done all these great things. I have not gotten in trouble with the law at all. Blah, blah, blah. She's hoping that's all going to have an effect. And like, it comes down, it's like 10 or 12 years. And it's just like, ooh, mic drop. Like, everyone's just like dying. And I'm not saying it's like, oh, she was part of it. She didn't shoot anyone. I don't think she was actually even in the place. She didn't know what was happening, but she was still part of the whole, mm-hmm. okay, and then she drove. But uh, it's just kind of heartbreaking where it is something like that where you're not, you don't really know what you're getting involved in. Like Alexis, she maybe didn't know what she was getting involved in, but she was involved and mm-hmm. therefore you got to pay the price. But anyways, anyone wants to talk, Love After Lockup or 90 Day Fiance, hit me up on either of our Facebook groups because I fucking love those shows. They deliver so hard. Um, but it just, that story with, it kind of reminded me of this girl, Sasha, who's not even, like, like I said, a feature. She's just a friend of one of them. But it was a little, you know, when it was more like, no, Alexis, okay, 180 days in jail. We know it's halftime in California. So she did what she did three months or 90 days, or whatever she did. Um, I'm pretty sure she did 30 days. <laughs> right. Everything's, like, so chopped in California. Um, but, like, Alexis was potentially looking at six years. Mm-hmm. So she ended up doing the right thing by... Because what if she ended up with six years? But anyways, we'll get there. Yeah. So, yeah. So she goes back and... Um. Yeah, so she's... I mean, like, this for this part of my notes, I just wrote like this was just so emotional um we're really seeing her go through it and she for the first time i feel like in the whole series um it seems like she it's hitting her like that she is going to possibly have a major consequence for choosing bad friends or whatever the case was her choices have led her to yeah yeah and um but meanwhile yeah meanwhile <laughs> Tess uh, is getting a great casting call for mm-hmm. Susan Holmes swimwear who, and Susan Holmes is Duff McKagan's wife he is the OG of Guns N' Roses and I have met him I have not met her she was stunning though yes very beautiful um and I just laughed because it was such a fabric of the time and it was very reminiscent of Kaya Designs. <laughs> yes. But that iridescent hologram fabric that was just like, ugh, so like that era. It was just funny. It was funny for me because it was just so relevant. But um, I mean, here's the thing. So our model was Sarah Stage. You guys know her as the, what's she called? Ab mom or fit mom or whatever. She's the chick that was nine months pregnant and still had abs. Yeah. And anyways, she was Tessa's size. So if we had a extra, extra small that would fit like, you know, like a three-year-old, we still had to clip it in the back like you do at a bridal, bridal gown place. Mm-hmm. We still had to use like big horse clips. Um, Tessa has a fantastic body. And as Andrea said last week, phenomenal boobs, natural boobs, natural bro- but everything is begging off of her. Yes. She's so lean and narrow. 
that it's like, I'm kind of thinking, like, I loved what Susan said. We want a brunette. We want an edgy brunette. Like, she's kind of, that was right when Gia came out, or it's like not that far after Angelina Jolie played Gia, um, you know, the famous edgy model, brunette model. That's the best movie in the world. Have you not seen that? Not seen it. Oh, my God. You have to watch Gia. Really? Gia Giudice is named after Gia. Oh, oh my God. It is such a good movie. Um, it was actually an HBO movie, but dude, go home and watch it. Okay. It's fantastic. Angelina Jolie is like at her most beautiful ever. It's a true story. Um, anyways, um, she's just, she's sinking in the bottoms and they look scrunch. They, it's, she's probably not the best fit for that swimwear, except for on the top. She looks fantastic. Yeah. But the bottoms like... I'm sure they're an extra, extra small and they're still kind of baggy. Yeah. Baggy. Yeah. It's funny. Like, (laughs) I don't know if my taste is changing now that like I'm getting older, but like always like um, if you were to do like a lineup of women, Mm -hmm. like I always in my eyes, like the most beautiful was like the skinniest. Like that's just like what I thought was like beautiful. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's from like being brought up by looking at magazines or what, but like if I were to ever pick like what I would want to look at, like that's like, was like my thing. Like I liked like a, a very thin, no boobed sort of girl. Like Kate Moss. Yeah. Like I never understood Kate Moss. Not that, not that level. Like that's like, um, see like my dream is, um, okay. For older generation, Cindy Crawford is my goals, uh, for younger generation, like not young, but like, younger at that time Britney Spears I love her body it's muscular and fit and lean see but she's like not a stick and she's not flat she's curvy see like if or, you like, were J-Lo. to like line up like Britney Spears in her heyday and or Christina Aguilera I was a Christina Aguilera girl oh yeah okay well I mean you're like a Kristen Doty girl yeah so anyways I'm more of a Katie girl that's always like been my thing but um or Britney Brittany, when she's like, when we met Brittany the first time, three days after she moved from Kentucky, she had the the little Brittany Spears body. Mm -hmm. She looked fantastic. Yes. Super proportionate goals. Yeah. That was one of like the most hard things. But not a stick figure. Sorry. Go on. No. But I wouldn't say she was. Like she... She looked more like that than she does now because after she got her big, that her boobs make her look so top heavy. Yeah, no, I know. But like Kristen is more of a stick figure. Right, right, right. Versus like Brittany or Katie. Stassi, stick figure. Yeah. I get, yeah, I guess maybe I'm not describing Lala's, what I like. Right? Or like Lala's body. I like that. I just like the kind of toned, muscly, even though she's tiny. So is JLo. Yeah, um, I don't know where I was going with this, but basically, like, I feel like uh, my um, my taste has changed lately because um, there was like this really pretty um, mom in like this class that I'm in, and um, I was like, wow, like she's so thin. But then I was like looking at her, and I was like, she's really, really, really thin, like so thin. Where it's like, is that like still beautiful in my eyes, or like is it like is it okay to be? quote unquote normal you know what I like I think you're thinking like Paris Hilton was like in your heyday that was the thing that was yeah not, not Kate Moss it was more Paris Hilton 
Yeah. I guess like I'm just like I um it's just nice that like my brain now is okay with like a uh um not that like not a total stick figure and I'm sorry like if I'm shaming someone who does have a stick figure I still think that's gorgeous I'm just saying that um I don't even know what I'm saying like you're saying everyone can still be beautiful even though they're not a stick figure yeah and like and I'm just and I'm you thought that was like the epitome of being beautiful. yes and like successful just like everything like to me was like wrapped up in that and now like I just I can see beyond that like oh my gosh like I don't know I find Graham or I mean I'm not even going to use JLo because that shit's ridiculous because I stood next to her at the valet and also stood next to her wax museum thing, which they model after their own bodies. Chick's tiny. Okay. And like, or Beyonce, Beyonce. Oh, she's so curvy. I've never actually stood next to Beyonce or, but I imagine she's like JLo where, oh, they look curvy on TV, but in person they're still fucking tiny, you know? Um, Everyone is always so much more small in person. Like, then, like Heather Locklear and Pamela Anderson were two that when I saw them in person, I almost passed out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, like, like for sure they had some sort of like rib removed. Like, it's impossible (laughs) that their waist was that small. Yeah. And like, just their back. Like, how are your bones and like organs in there? (laughs) I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how like everything is in there. Right. (laughs) <laughs> or how they can even have sex because like there's no room for that tick <laughs> oh my gosh yeah well yeah we were talking with julia we were talking about the kardashian she's like did she have did did kim have a rib removed there's no way her ass can be that big and her waist that tiny i'm like well a they filter and they photoshop a lot and b yes her ass wasn't always that big she blames it on cortisone shots in the butt for her psoriasis I don't know, um, but it is very hard to have that kind of proportion. I'm like, you know, Nicki Minaj, Cardi, like there's just Chloe. I mean, and then you look at Courtney, who is like, you know, such a naturalist. It's like, and then, oh, Kylie. Oh, okay. We watched you grow up your entire life. And then all of a sudden at 18, your entire, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think Kim has... I mean, that's the debate. We know Kylie. We know Chloe. Yeah. But do you think Kim had... What? A rib removed? Or rib her butt? removed or butt. Well, you know, Chad cl- Chad's co-worker claims that, he, that she knows where Kim got her butt done the first time. Okay. In Mexico. Mm. And this was years ago. You know, like, right when her... So I don't know. That butt is fake for sure. Well, it has changed so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't change that much with squats because let me tell you, I've been doing a lot of squats for a lot of years and I see transformation, but like I'm talking a little narrower, maybe a little bit of a dent, maybe a little bit of a lift, not completely go back to 2007, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. And not cortisone. And also, if she's been taking that many cortisone shots for that many years, <laughs> chicks should be dead. Okay? I have psoriasis. You, you don't do that shit. She's doing something else. and Or she just doesn't. She barely has it. Did you see um, Jessica Simpson lost 100 and something pounds? 
She, she had 100 to lose? She said she ballooned up to 240 after her last pregnancy. Oh, my God. And she's like 5'2", right? Oh. She looks great. She looks awesome. See, you know, it was really sad. I was Googling something, and somehow something came up, like, the fan of celebrities, which is really sick and sad. And then she came in as number seven. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is, and it's like, yeah, she's always either pregnant or she just had a baby. But she's like super short so it just shows more but yeah i was telling a guy that like that's his dream girl and it's also like um someone else said that oh yeah my husband that's his dream girl you know because isn't she everyone's dream girl and dukes hazard Mm -hmm. but i thought i still think before dukes and after dukes even when she's like not that she said it was so hard to get that skinny she basically died to get Mm -hmm. that skinny but i think she's beautiful no matter what weight she is but it was yeah a really unflattering shot and i thought hmm I'm going to do you a favor and not show you the before and after and not you know, ruin that visual because a, I love her. I think she's just amazing. She's a billionaire. Um, she's sweet. She's like, I don't know. I love everything about her. Oh no. The person doesn't know the after. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. No, I'm not going to ruin that. Well, it's hard too. Like once like you age too, like it's like you, it's just, you know, she just posted something yesterday with zero. Ma- oh, Michaela was up here this weekend. I'm like, oh, look, Jessica posted no, ma- did you see it? No makeup. Uh-uh. She looked fantastic. I'm going to pull it up right now while we're talking. Anyways, and, and I never even watched the newlyweds. I just, I don't know. What? No, I didn't. And we should cover the newlyweds. I love we that had our, shit. We had um, our model, Tammy. Um, I was obsessed with the newlyweds. Tammy went to do a a, a, a modeling thing for Jessica Simpson's line. Um, but it was like her shoe line because Tammy's freaking tiny. Um, and she told this story. She's like, oh, she was so sweet and super nice. But like definitely a little dingy because she said something about I can't even remember the joke. It wasn't even a joke. It was a true story that happened. But it was something like, you know, about the shoe size or the heel. She's like, Tammy was like, oh, 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 I could do a higher heel. She's like, oh, will it fit you still then? Don't we need a bigger size? Like, she got something wrong. And I forget it. I'll remember at some point. But Tammy just looked at her and she's like, what? Like, (laughs) are you you serious? Okay. I'm pulling this up right now for you to see. But like, look, no makeup. Oh, wow. Yeah, she looks great. Anyways. I wish she'd sing again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I even own like the um, Nick and Jessica like variety show, like their little talent really? show that okay. they did. Their sh- little talent special. I should go watch the newlyweds. I don't know. It's really good. I like her clothes and her shoes. Yeah. And they're reasonable and they fit everyone. I know this because I've been selling some of it on Poshmark. <laughs> but one of I wore one of her dresses to Michaela's wedding. Anyways, I don't know. Just appreciate her uh, thinking about everyone. Yeah. So back to whatever the fuck we were talking about. Yes, we really veered off there. Okay, so 
Tess is in Palm Beach and she is call she is still worried about Alexis, so she's calling her from Florida and she's like, you know, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're okay. I'm gonna be back in time for your court appearance on Friday. And then boom, we go back to um Alexis is like walking around in a green blanket and Gabby's all concerned and true Gabby style. She's just like, I'm worried about you. You're just not you're completely out of it. And then they really like show her uh well Tess comes back and Tess jumps onto Alexis's bed and Alexis just looks like she's completely out of it. She's slurring and Andrea's just like, I just think she's exhausted. You know, her she energy's low. Yeah. She's and I'm no like energy. Dude, Gabby even said it. She's like, Your eyes are never open. I'm like, Yeah, she's on heroin. Okay, she can barely speak. She's like, oh, just leave me alone. She's sleeping. Her eyes aren't open. It's like, that's not Xanax. I mean, it could be for someone like me. But as we know later, everything that I know now, I see. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I can see this. Yeah, this was really hard to watch. Um, you know, knowing, like, trying to, like, stay true to the show and, like, not comment about things that we know are mm-hmm. now has. Ha- so if we're just talking about the show and we're commenting on on her behavior, um, she's we're supposed to be believing that she's taking Xanax and Ambien. And I mean, I've had experiences on both of those. Ambien is freaking crazy. Um but not to that level. Like that's that's not the reaction I ever had on it. But um, her eyes were like rolling back into her head a couple times. Like she was just like, Whoa. like it was like she okay. was like. And when the only time I've seen that is like in Seattle during grunge years with like Lane Staley and then the first drummer of Pearl Jam with their eyes were rolling back in their head at the bar. And they were heroin addicts and they, I've definitely seen that before and not just with heroin, but like just when people are just super lit, I guess too. But yeah, it's, it was really hard watching that. So Andrea is like concerned. Everyone's like kind of, they're, they're watching her. She's, you know, it's just uncomfortable in the house. And then Andrea goes into the bathroom and she's cleaning up after the girls and they're like acne body washes on the counter and like all this stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and she finds a bottle. Now what I found strange about it was like, wouldn't you be like, I just noticed that Alexis has a bottle from Mexico of Xanax. Like if it's, oh, she a, said it was from Mexico. No, I'm saying like that would be more of like a oh. shock. Like this was a full on prescription or, or a baggie. Yeah, this was, this was a, like, I don't understand why. Yeah. I had a a moment when, um, when I was dealing with like a little bit of depression and anxiety, um, like my first year of college and, um, my doctor gave me, I forget what it was, Lexapro or something. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I was like pretty excited. Like I had taken a step like, you know, for my mental health or whatever. And I showed my mom the bottle and it was a prescription. And she kind of had the same reaction that Andrea did right here where she's like, what is this? Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be like she, Andrea didn't say you shouldn't be taking this. She said it shouldn't be making her that tired. Like it sounded like she wanted to correct the dosage a little bit. Mm. Diane for me was just like, no, like we're throwing this away right now. But Diane also put you on Adderall. No. 
Oh, I thought she did. No. Okay. Um, no, Diana's very anti. Oh. Yeah. She's like me. Um, you did that on your own. Druggy. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, there's all things that I needed. No, I believe it. You do have ADD. I, hundred I, percent. I, there are like people that abuse it, and there are situations. That, many. That's why it's there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I mean, yeah. If you are feeling a certain way, go talk to your doctor and see what can be done about it. But um, Kelly Dodd just said that on Andy last night, and it's like I have a because they were giving your grief about um, giving. Vicky in a previous season, Adderall and Xanax. And she's like, what's well, prescription? It's like, yeah, but it wasn't prescribed to Vicky, which I, I get that. And she's like, well, it was prescribed and I need it. And like, I get Kelly. You can clearly tell she, yeah, yeah. is like a, yeah, may have that prescription because it may help her focus because otherwise she's, I mean, she's already all, all over the crazy place. But anyways, Go on. So, um, basically, the um, Andrea and Gabby and Tess get together, and they're like, you know what? Um, this isn't right. Like, she's in a really low place. Like, let's just bring her in. Like, we'll just confront her, you know, from the best place and see what happens. So, I'm like, this isn't, like, I didn't feel like they, like, discussed it long enough. And then all of a sudden, she's like, Alexis! And I'm like, oh, my God, already? Like, that, like yeah. we're, we're, we're launching into this very quickly. Because I like, yeah, they didn't plan it. Because Gabby, I, I liked what both Gabby and Tess said. Gabby's like, why well, I don't want to, like, attack her. And Tess is like, I think we need to think about this. Like, I don't want her to feel bombarded. And, and what'd she say? Just, um... She had some really good points. Like, she's like, well, if we do this, we have to come from a really loving place, not an attack. And Gabby, yeah, okay. I don't know. I thought the girls, like, me too, were cautious. But then, like, it, like, threw me off when she was like, Alexis. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Like, don't you want to get, like, some bottles of water or something ready? Like, I don't know, some tissue, like, is, don't some you, like, tea. prepare a little, like, like, wh- what's the, where's the, like, and so it is prayer before that starts. Yeah. The or cal- something. Right. Like, the so it is prayer, the calming tea, maybe yeah. some eucalyptus spray, maybe a candle. Maybe, like, a blanket. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, set it up. Okay. So, she comes out, and, like, right away, you can just tell the energy in the room is just not great. Uh, she's on the defensive right away. They say, listen, like, we've noticed that there's a problem. And it starts out, like, pretty nice. And then, like, pretty quickly, the claws come out. They're like, you're a drug addict. Like, we all see it. And um, Oh, yeah. Gabby's like, your eyes are always closed. And Alexis says, you don't even know anything about me. What if I have a condition? And Gabby, the teenager, she's like, you don't, don't have a condition. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, that you could tell that was so not scripted and so just like off the cuff. She's like, you don't even know. What if I have a condition? And, you know, we do actually learn things later that we'll talk about next week on the where are they all, where are they all now, whatever. Um, you kind of understand that it's more than this case is just, it, that's enough reason, but there's so much more that mm-hmm. has happened in Alexis's life. So when she says, you don't even know, I kind of get where she's going with that um, based on what she has come out with. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're just thinking it's about the case, 
but I think there's so much more behind her life and what's happened that when she says, you don't even know, because you're thinking, oh, she freaking showers with Tess and Gabby and they're like so close, right? Yeah. They're like the Kardashians. Um, They do everything. They wax each other, whatever. But I think there's other things that she has just kept to herself. So that, and then this case just really was a tipping point. So when she's like, you don't even know, maybe I have a condition. Well, she does have a condition and it's a little like a PTSD condition. Mm -hmm. And this case certainly didn't help matters. Like I think, but there was issues before the case. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah, they like you have a drug problem, and, the, and Tess is just like, "You're gonna let this ruin your life. You have so much going for you." Um, and then they get in a shoving match, and the, all the girls are screaming, "You need help! You need help!" But then they actually start pushing each other. Yeah, it just went to like it went crazy. Like it went from like they completely lost control of the room. <laughs> I don't think that's how you're supposed to do an intervention. Um, just like screaming and pushing and loud and yelling. Well, they had no and- moderator there, and I'm not even thinking that a moderator could help. But you know what? Who probably could have helped and been a great moderator is that stepdad. Yeah. He comes in at the end. Remember, he's the one that took Gabby out. And like, mm-hmm. he really is. At first, I was like unsure about him, but then he really is such a calming voice of reason. Yeah, I agree. And understanding and accepting, and like, they're not even his kids. Yeah. Um, so basically this goes on and they, I don't know, they chase her around the house and a full on fight. Yeah. I wrote full on fight breaks out. I love, um, (laughs) so Alexis is packing. Did you see her room? Oh my God. Completely like floor to ceiling hoarder clothes everywhere. She's packing and she's like, I'm safe. I'm safe. You don't have to worry about me. I am being safe. And it's like, well, we also learn later she's not really being safe because we find out where she goes later. Not that night, but like later in life. Um, but that room was crazy. But then Andrea, she did bring up a valid point. Now, I forget. Do you remember what year Anna Nicole died? No. Because Andrea and I don't know. So I thought right around that time, Anna Nicole still had one of her reality shows. She may have, yeah. It seems so maybe like they were just saying because that one reality show, the last one was she was really so out of it. Mm-hmm. So Andrea brought her up and she said, Anna Nicole thought she was fine too. And look what happened to her. Oh, I didn't, I missed that. Oh, yeah. She totally used her as an example. And I thought, I don't, it was right around then when she did die. Well, wait, how old is Danny Lynn? And she only like eight? Okay, and this was 2008 or 2010? 10, I think. Okay, so either Anna Nicole just died or, you know, that reality show that she had, You, she was so spaced out, right? Yeah. That um, I thought it, it was a pretty good point. Anna Nicole thought she was fine too, and look what happened to her. So whether she had, you know, died or not at that point, we all knew from that reality show she was so out of it. Yeah. You know, so many pills that it was just sad. So Alexis tries to get out and Gabby's crying. And I thought this was really in true Gabby fashion, too. 
And I was like, wait, who is Tess cuddling, Alexis or Gabby? And then I realized it's Gabby, and Gabby's just like crying. She's like, I just want to live a normal life. Like, she does not really want this camera thing. She doesn't want this reality life thing. She Everything she, hits her. She wants to be Kendall Jenner. Like, so hard. Kendall just wants to live a fucking normal life. I feel like Gabby is like all of us. Like, if this was truly like our family that like we're watching this happen to, like you would feel like that too. Like, she just wears her emotions like right on her sleeve and is just like. She's always a voice of reason. Like, yeah. way more than Andrea. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into the next more healing scene, you know, you got to get your mental health together. I appreciate that they all did jump in and try to intervene, uh, whether that was successful or not. You know, TBD, we'll talk about it next week. But while we're talking about, you know, being fit of mind, we should also talk about, I'm not trying to, you know, let's also be fit of body. Healthy body, healthy mind. So we'll talk about our sponsor this week, Open Fit. You guys have heard us talk about this a lot because we love it. Um, I just used it today again, and I did some bar at home. I had done a spin class trying to get my cardio in. And I like to use Open Fit for Pilates, bar, and to try new things in the privacy of my own home. So I'm not embarrassed in front of other people. And so I just, I had a great workout today with it. Um, put it on my TV, but I also used it last week. I was on a work trip for a whole week and you know, it's like, it's grueling and I don't want to go to the hotel gym. It's just like, I have intentions and then I don't, I'm like, you know what? I can do 10 minutes in my hotel room. And I'm like, Hey, it's better than nothing. I'm not just laying in the bed watching the hotel TV. So I did the 10 minute workout. It's uh, 600 seconds. So anyone can get their head around either 600 seconds or 10 minutes. Really easy to do, whether it's on your tablet, your phone, your TV, stream it anywhere. Um, it really, you know, it eliminates the hassle of getting dressed for the gym, driving to the gym, paying all the gym membership fees or studio classes. Um, a lot of people like to try different things, whether you're doing, you know, a bar class, a Pilates class, a Tough Mudder class, CrossFit, that sort of thing. OpenFit has everything. So you can try all sorts of different workouts and find out what works for you um, in convenience of your own home. So, yeah. If you guys want to try it, you can get access to a free 30 day challenge and our listeners get that 30 day free trial membership by texting VPR to 303030. So again, text VPR to 303030 and get your totally free 30 day free membership and check it out. I think you'll get addicted to it. I I just, I love trying out new things, but I don't have the pressure of having to go to a class or a studio or pay, you know, like some classes are like $35 a class. I also like it too, because when I'm trying to find an excuse in my head, like how you mentioned traveling, like sometimes I'll be like, oh, I forgot to pack my running shoes. I guess yep. I can't do it. Darn, I was totally going to go down to that treadmill. Yep. But you know what? I'm just going to just chill. Like it's fine. What's nice about 
OpenFit is you can just scroll through and you can say, you know what? Let me do this yoga class or let me do this mat workout. I don't need my shoes. I can get it in really quick. That's the Um, thing because when I travel and as I've said, I travel a lot. I know I'm super annoying about that. Um, It's a lot to pack. I'm trying to do a carry on to pack my tennis shoes. And I'm like, well, I can't work out to bring my tennis shoes. It's like, nope, there's no excuse. You can do so much on your bare feet, socks, whatever you want on the floor. I mean, we're going back to the olden days, just body workouts. Well, and, you know, we're not all Stassi on a tour. Stassi was just talking about how she's getting such a workout from like the adrenaline from each of her shows. A lot of us when we travel don't have that extra adrenaline. So when you're feeling sluggish and you're just like and you need to do something instead of just laying there, like you mentioned, like it feels good to have an option to scroll through and go, let me just do five minutes, six minutes. Here we go. Like, let's get it done. Yeah. Because those hotel rooms are very tempting because especially if you have two beds, you can take all the extra pillows from the other bed and like make a whole pillow bed and you're like, oh, on demand movie. Yeah. For like $25.99. No, I'm just kidding. You know how like crazy expensive they are. It's like ridiculous. But uh, I didn't do that. Instead, I just watched a little live TV and did a little workout and I felt okay because I was super tired all week, but I'm like, I can do 10 minutes. Yeah. So they have 10 minute workouts for you, but they have longer ones for a real workout too. So text that code, guys. Try it out. Yep. Text VPR to 303030. Yeah. Okay. Let's finish up. Side note um, since that was the end of our ad, um, I used to do like the expenses for like all of our um, traveling guys in this um, particular company. And. A lot of them would order movies, but they weren't the version. They weren't like, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire. It oh. was it was like Mrs. Doubtfire, you know? <laughs> well, I think Mrs. Could... Let me put out your fire, you know? <laughs> well, you could tell probably by the price. Like, you know. They were in, it was like $65. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, because like, granted, like a regular movie, it's like, it's ridiculous. It's like eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. But you can tell it's like if something's like thirty two ninety it's like no. There's no excuse for that anymore. Like get out your phone and go on to you know, Katie and Stassi talk about this a lot. Porn hub. They're porn hub. Um yeah. you know. Well, or Yeah, bill it out separately or something. I don't know. Don't do that on a business. Like, that's like, I would, yeah, I would never. No. Like, that is some balls. Like, (laughs) to let everyone, like, I, I'm sorry, but like, to conduct business, I needed to get this. Like, yeah. And there's like a little receptionist girl who's entering that in. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so embarrassing. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. So, then the next day, Texas, uh, Texas, Tess meets Alexis. See what I did there? Texas. Oh, they should be called Texas. Tess Alexis. Can I veer off one more time before we get back into it? Yeah. You want to talk about more porn? Yeah, actually, <laughs> I do want to talk about porn okay. so bad, but I just can't think of a way to like segue it in. <laughs> I saw the most disturbing thing the other night. Hey, uh, porn hobby, if you'd like to sponsor us. <laughs> Anyways, go on. I don't even know like what genre I was in. So this is like very embarrassing to even like that it was even coming up on my scroll. But um, I was looking at this thing and, you know, like there's like fisting, right? Like Mm -hmm. where like you fist the whatever. 
There was a lady who liked to be headed. She liked men's heads going in. I don't even know how that's possible. It was the most. Dist- I'm a mad. I never. I never looked at my I mean, upper ass or her vagina. Vagina. Well, that would seem possible if you've birthed a baby, I suppose. But the vagina looked like I'm assuming ew, what ew. what mine looked like when, like right before I gave no, birth. Don't. It was like out and like swollen and like, uh, and <sighs> men were putting their heads up. But it was a real yes. Have you seen like I I, I I I I just like I just saw it. I, maybe it was like not even real, but like I was just like ad. I was just like, oh my god. Do you know what an airtight is? No. Oh my god, I'm so impressed with myself because I'm just not like in this like era of that. Nor did Julia. So now I'm schooling you and Julia. Tell me, tell me. Uh, Lou knew what it was. I'm like, okay, someone else knows what this is. And I'm not saying I watched this. I had just heard it. I'm like, what is that? And then, like, I happened to learn about it. And they're like, Julia, okay, tell me, I'm dying. What Julia, is it? Who thinks she's the expert, sex expert? Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys missed it last last week. Um, let's just call her out. Last week's podcast, um, we finished, and all of a sudden, Holly's like, puts her hands over her face. She's like, oh my god, oh my god, what is that? This is what we heard. Uh. <laughs> that's, not, that's not at all what we heard we heard ah, 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 ah. hey her podcast app somehow got deleted off her phone she's not gonna hear this we know we what the it. heck we're losing that download and i told her uh, i'm like yeah. holly rated you a 9.8 we'll see what our listeners rate you anyway she was staying over um okay an airtight is Every hole is filled, except for the ears. I know, Jacob, you're listening right now because I know you're a fan of me saying, like, fuck me in the ear, Jax. I don't care. Whatever it takes to keep you. Like, not the ears, but, like, two or lower holes and then the mouth. So your all, all holes are filled. That's called an airtight. I, I, I don't understand. And it's a big genre, apparently. Okay, well, I'll have you to... You don't understand? Okay, a dick in the ass, a dick in the vagina, and a dick in the mouth, all at the same time. Oh. Yeah. Uh, You're like, oh, that's not a big deal. <laughs> but the, really, that was your reaction? Wow. Well, because last... like I, yeah, yeah, Sweet Holly with the happy family, and then here I am, single Sarah. I'm like, And she's like, oh, well, yeah, that's not a big deal. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like pretty normal for like... I mean, that's like the classic, like... That's the classic porn? That's like the classic porn that, like, guys like to watch, like a full-on, like, gangbang, right? Where they're just like... Well, I thought a gangbang is just one guy after the other. Or maybe she's got the... No, like, when it's a party. It's like they're at a club, and then they're getting rammed. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Like, the orgy where she's doing the blowjob and the getting fucked, but I didn't... No, like, because, like, the... Two dicks, they're like rubbing up against <laughs> each other, basically. Stop. Wouldn't they be? Wouldn't they be? <laughs> yes. There's definitely some, some, uh, some, some. I don't know. I just, I, I heard about it. I was, I was like, what does that mean? And then now all these people that 
claim to be sex experts don't know what that is. Well, so I thought, I feel I like thought you I'm... were talking about this other thing that I also just learned about that I was like horrified over. I, and I, uh, that's why I was like, oh my God, is that the name of it? Have you seen where they like, like people like lay like flat somewhere and then like there's like latex that goes over them, like full on latex and then they air vac. Oh God, I would die. The air out of there and like so everything is like and they'll just have like the dick sticking out or something. So, but you're like vacked in there. Well, kind of like the coffin story I told you. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but. So I, I thought when you were saying air, obviously, what were you calling it? Air vac? Airtight. Airtight. Obviously okay. they have breathing holes yeah i i could see the well what's the point what's the point of that no scabies or something i no no i mean i think i think they like the feel of like latex or something and like i I have no idea i was just like dude like there is like some guys don't even like the feel of latex on their dick let alone their entire body there's a whole genre of that ish too dude people are so sick (laughs) the fuck happened to just like missionary <laughs> like what was it? I, I just keep thinking abraham lincoln like what is he thinking right now like what the fuck did i i don't know like george washington like what the fuck did we create with this freedom <sighs> granted this happens all over the world so it's not your fault gw the original g-dub yeah um yeah, I don't know. It just, people are into some weird fucking sick shit. And I don't even want to go down the other thing when we were talking about small, skinny women and how do, how do their organs fit in their body, let alone dicks. It makes me think about the others. I'm like, I, I can't even go there. But it's like, that that's some fucking sick shit. And I don't understand how people can be into that. But like, hey, I don't care if you're into irritates or gangbangs or like, do you? <laughs> Like, I really don't care. If okay. you like it, cool. Yeah, good for you. And you're, it's like, hey, we're all like willing and like, cool, do you. But like some of this weird shit, like what, the latex, that really gets you off? Okay. All right. Well, do you. I'm probably not going to be there. Or like, you know, okay, here's what I'm talking about. Like, hey, I don't care. Have an orgy. Have a, do whatever you want to do. But when like people like get off on like them shitting on your face or pissing on you. <laughs> Like, what is it? Howard Stern calls a blumpkin and shit like that. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Granted, I can say I don't understand a gangbang or an orgy, but for some reason, I guess it's more like understandable than shitting in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too judgmental. Maybe I had, I shouldn't talk shit unless I've tasted shit. <laughs> Keeping an open mind here. That's Try our, not to offend our listeners. That's our new T-shirt, Sarah. Don't talk I, shit. I, I, w- I won't talk shit until I taste shit. I shouldn't talk shit unless I've tasted shit. That's a good point. It's valid. I mean, that's like a life lesson, right? Yeah. Don't judge. Yeah. Wow. Don't judge. Deep, deep, deep. So we're gonna. I guess we'll be the anti-Stasi. Here's what I do best: judge. We'll be the anti-judge. Don't talk shit unless you taste shit. Okay. And then like just to switch gears one more time and then I promise you guys we'll finish up this episode. Did you read the story? I'm sure it's been all over the news, but I only read Daily Mail. So that's where all of my news comes from. (laughs) On Daily Mail, you guys search this story. It is so worth it because I'm going to totally butcher it. But did you hear the story? Like this is how they first presented the story. They're like, um... 
woman leaves eight-year-old girl in an apartment alone and abandons her and moves to Canada, rents an apartment for an eight-year-old, goes to Canada. This girl is found eight years old living on her own. Okay. So I read that. I'm like, who, what the hell type of lady is this? Well, I could do it. Okay, but go on. Okay, yeah. not the woman. I'd be the girl. Right, right, right. So, So I'm like, okay, what is this? So the story is like, this, you know, this woman had adopted this little girl and um, they had to move to Canada for their other son who like was going to some prestigious school and they rented an apartment for this little girl and peaced out, just left. Um, wow. Then the a story came out about the that like from the mom telling her side of the story. Check this ish out, dude. Like I, I am like getting chills even thinking about it. The mom who left this quote unquote eight year old says she's not eight years old. She's 22 years old. She's a little person. She was they adopted her. She's a little person. They said that as soon as they got her, that they knew that something was like off about her age. She had pubic hair. She had like like all of the signs. She had her period. Well, that's basically what you said last week. Well, you were 10, but right. Well, yes, but like I forget how old. I I see. Yeah. I'm, I'm messing up the details. I think they said she was like six at the time yeah. they adopted her yeah. or something. Got it. Um, but just like all these signs, the mom was like, stuff just didn't add up. Like they would like give her like a My Little Pony, and she would want like a glitter bracelet instead or a purse. Mm. Um, and then when they first adopted her, like they um they like did like a welcome party for her to like welcome them into her the family and everything. They took her like to the beach and at the time she couldn't walk like so they like wheeled her down there in this like utility wheelchair and everything all of a sudden like the other kids like went running into the water she gets up and runs into the water the whole time they'd been like carting her around like she could walk she was faking not walking wow runs into the water like that was like the first thing then like little things started happening like like i said like her pubic hair the period um, and then she started getting like crazy, like smearing blood on the walls, saying she's going to kill them, drawing pictures of them oh. rolled up in carpets. Like some kind of scam. I don't know. So then, um, oh. so then the, like it, I think like the, the breaking point was the little girl tried to push the adopted mom into like, a um, a fence that like electrocutes you. Like to mm-hmm. like that she tried to kill her, mm-hmm. and so at that point they had to have her committed because it was like she was a yeah. danger to herself and society, everything. Um, but because she was a child, there was really nothing they could do service wise to help her. So the mom was like, they actually like took like went to court to say, listen, she needs more services. Like she's not this age. We need to find out what she is. So they did a bone density test. Oh. And they were a, they changed her birth certificate that she was born in 1989. So like the mom has all of this like documented. Like there's like full on court cases where wow. the state where she lives deemed her being 22 years old. Wow. Um, but now like all this like crazy. There's like more to it. But um, she's living as a little girl with a fa- another family. Oh, like she like as like and the mom said she's like, I knew something was wrong. Like I like she's like, but there's like no resources like there's yeah. you know, the state's real quick to take away your kid. Like if you're being a dick, but like there, it's kind of hard to get the services to help them. Like once like if you need extra help. Yeah. Anyways, like, like if your kid's being the problem, not the parent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if they like need 
you know. Well, we've seen that on Lifetime with like the terror child. Yes. The abusive child. Yeah. Yes. So anyways, like it's this huge thing and hmm. like, but the story is so freaking interesting and you've got to see the little girl. Like it looks like a full on horror Maybe movie. Maybe a documentary or a show. They said that there's like literally a movie already like this. I think it's called like Esther or something where like the girl hmm. pretends to be a little girl and just torments Weird. the family. Isn't that creepy? Yeah. Okay. So... There we go. All right, so Tess and Alexis, a.k.a. Texas, <laughs> are at a cafe, and Alexis said she's just taking stuff to stay sane, and I kind of understand that at this point, beyond the case, it's just, we, we find out later, we'll talk about it next week, there's just more going on in her life, and so you kind of get it. Um, I know, like... Well, I mean, did they say they were both kind of using, but I don't know. Every time I see Tash, she just looks very clear eyed and both their skin are flawless. So they're not really like meth addicts. You know, oh, I pick. don't know. I, I wouldn't say flawless skin. Okay. Well, not as flawless as it could but be. But I mean, look, look, they were in, both in swimsuits. Like you would see it somewhere on their legs or their, unless they were smart enough. I, were they smart enough back in the that day to do it between their toes and shit like that or well they were smoking it okay okay that makes sense um but i really i also like i related heavily to not being able to sleep is one of the like let's just go on based on the fact that we don't know that what she's doing right here let's just say that she has a sleeping problem um Having a sleeping problem is freaking horrible. I went through this where like I was trying Tylenol PM that wasn't working. Then I would try Unisom. Then I would try Benadryl. And then, you know, like there comes a point where you do have to go to something like Ambien or um, yeah, Lunesta. Like, what about melatonin? She's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, last night I worked out like I did like three workouts yesterday. I was literally so tired. I couldn't. I was like, Argh like my body was physically t- I'm like what about working out no not an option <laughs> yeah um I mean that's like as you're as when you get healthy again like that those are the things that like get you feeling better you know like that's why they do that at rehab they get you getting back into your body but anyways um I felt bad for her when she said that you know like she's like I'm she couldn't sleep and yeah she feels like a different person oh oh no Tess was like you're like a different person and and then Alexis is like well you know what I'm really trying to be like the silly fun girl that I was but the truth is is like there's a lot of other stuff that yes like I'm and like it broke my heart when she said I'm trying because I've she's trying to just sweep it under the rug and move on but I feel like in this whole series we see her like Okay, like, let's go to a club. Let's go on a date. Like, oh, like, let's get Gabby a bra. You know, like, it's... Let's keep it surface level, but there's really... Yes. She's just not dealing with shit Mm -hmm. that's happened in her life. And she just is kind of... Yeah, she just wants to continue on the way it's going. If I pretend it's happy and fun, it will be. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's And it comes back to haunt her, and we'll find out. We'll talk about it next week um, on all the backstory and as you know where they are now and where they really really were yes where they yeah that's a good one so basically um they have a heart-to-heart at the 
the coffee place and Alexis tells Tess, like, you know what? I'm going to go to therapy. Like, I'm going to fight this. Like, I'm going to be okay. And Tess is relieved. And it was really... I kind of like that she said, I'm going to go to therapy and not rehab. I liked that too. Only because it's like, you know, let's be honest. Like, she probably wasn't ready for rehab. Um, And so many people say that just to appease other people. And, I mean, granted, the therapy was at a rehab center, but he wasn't asking her to check in or anything like that. I mean, I guess first steps, the fact that she was going to therapy, I think that is a great first step. Yeah, so she goes to this guy, Dr. Reef, which I could have sworn is the same guy who wrote my marijuana card like (laughs) two years ago. But Maybe. Or maybe that was Dr. Reefer. (laughs) (laughs) Julia told me, she's like, hey, they have free classes at the dispensary, free yoga classes at the dispensary. Um, We should go. I'm like, well, um, I have open fit. And um, there's also free uh, beach yoga and free park yoga a block away. Uh And I don't really want to go to a dispensary because I hate, hate hate the smell of pot. I don't want to be and then have the stench around me be pot. I'm like, I can just go to yoga anywhere in my own home or on the beach or whatever. I'm like, I don't need to go to a dispensary. She's like, well, you're right there. I'm like, but I don't buy pot. So there would be no point. <laughs> and then I'm like, and I think you can smell it. She's like, yeah, you can probably smell it. I'm like, yeah, no go. You're There's going on so your much own. other stuff you would like there, though. Mm, I'm a, There's so many products. I don't think so. I'm fine. You gotta just open your mind up a little bit. I don't. I don't need to open it, and I. I don't need any more. Real, I. I have wine mm-hmm. and vodka with my sugar-free ice stuff. That's uh, no carbs. All right. Do you think my mind needs to be opened? Yeah, I do. Well, then I would take shrooms. <laughs> no, I I have no problem with pot. It's legal, even if it's not legal. I didn't care about anyone taking. I I literally hate the smell of it. Well, and you've been to the dispensaries with Julia, haven't you? Gone just the one time. Oh, okay, because newbies get all the free shit. Yeah, so I got all this free shit. I'm like, here you go. But there's like like truly like so many cool products. Like that's not you know it's not all pot. You know, like there's other. Mm. I no, I would be open to the CBD stuff. Yeah, but I don't really I don't know what you feel like you don't need the benefits to it well I don't know what I need it for Mm -hmm. and then like I'd be open to like an edible but then again you I mm. just not your thing well I'm just like why go like something and then like really want it and need it like if I'm fine without it like why it's not addictive Okay. Well, you know what? Like I hated sour cream growing up and now I'm like, oh, I need to have sour. I wish I would have just never had sour cream and stuck with my, I hate sour cream or butter or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like, it's like me with wine. Like I could care less for wine. Right. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. So it's like, like I'm not going to go to BevMo to go get some wine. I just don't care. Right. Yeah. So it's like, if I don't feel like I need, and what if I like try an edible and then I like decide, oh my God, I need this all the time. Well, that's another vice I need to spend money on. And then I feel like I rely on it. I'm like, I don't know. Like if I feel okay without it, why? If you're, it's working totally. 
like if I'm anxiety ridden and nothing's working, like, yeah, I would try that or CBD before I would ever go on a med or anything like that. Right. hundred percent. I would go there first. Yeah. I'm not going to get into all the pills, you know, whatever. I'm just not going to go there. I'd, I would totally do that because it's natural, but I just feel like, I don't know. You know, when you're in the hard times, you're like, if I can get through this, I can get through anything. And it's like, well, if I do need some help, then that is where I would go is the edible route or maybe the vaping route. Because I don't know, vaping, do you not taste it or smell it? I know you don't smell it. Uh, I still smell it. Do you? Yeah. I don't know if if mine is considered vaping. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we'll see. TBD. Never rule it out. I'm just like, it's just not a priority for yeah, me. Yeah, totally get it. So anyways. All right. So then they're, um, so she goes to the addiction center and, you know, positive and maybe that will lead somewhere. We'll see. We'll talk about it next week when we say. I do want to talk about a couple of things that he said next week because it's no use getting into it right now. But I did find it interesting that he said there's no magic pill. Um, just that term right there, I, I feel like is a big indicator of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we'll cut, we'll come back to that. So, um, next we go back to the house and, um, Alexis is like, Gabby, Google me. So she Googles and she's like, wait, what's that right there? And it's all Orlando Bloom to testify against Alexis Nyers. Yeah, and that's a big like, oh wow. And she she is being real in the moment. She's like, who's going to believe me over him? And like we talked about earlier in the podcast, like valid point. And she's like, maybe I should have taken the plea. Maybe I should. But then all of a sudden it's like, well, today's my trial. I'm like, well, isn't it too late once you're in trial to like take the plea? I mean, I mean, they already sh- spent 6 months probably prepping for trial. Like isn't the state going to be like please off the table. Um, I mean, no, I, I've heard of this being done before, but I would think that it would like, you're very lucky if it's still on the table. Right. Um, so she should be like that had to have taken a lot of work to even get that to be back on the table. Didn't the in that other moment. witnesses, didn't that guy and that girl, like, weren't they going to testify against her too? Cause they took pleas. I think so. Um, I just, I think that what they didn't say on the show, and we can cover this a little bit after too, but was the, um, there was a lot of, there was a lot more evidence. I think that they had, yeah, like a, tr- like it was truly going to be a risk to take that thing to trial and as ready as they were. Yeah. And like, there was more deal making that happened. So I think going to trial, she could have been at risk at the, the ringleaders that took deals and pleas maybe could have come out as part of their thing to testify against her. Yeah. And I mean, this, this wasn't mentioned on the, um, on the show, but there, she got lumped in on a couple of like other houses and things like that. She like truly wasn't even at, um, and there was nothing she could do about that. Like she just had to like, yeah, to deal with it. And, that is another another example of when you quote unquote mess up your reputation like with the courts or anything like you really like lose your chance to 
to kind of like prove your case and like be a credible person when you're like, no, I didn't. They're like, we don't believe you. Like yeah. we do not believe no, you. They probably fought to get a separate trial. Now, do you know if the guy and the girl, you know, the two main, did mm-hmm. they, were they tried together or were they going to be tried together before they pled out? I don't think so. They think they were all going to be separate? Yeah. Because you would think they would almost try them as a group. No, they were all different degrees. Mm. For sure that... Because they're probably because the evidence and camera showed different people at different houses at different times. Well, and then um, I'm sure also the things that were in their possession put them in different categories of like amount Mm. thing, like, um, you know. Right. So anyway, so basically, um, they they get ready to go to, they're they're going to court. Like this is it. Um, they're in the car. Everyone's very somber, and we're like, oh my god, like what's gonna happen? They walk in. It reminded me of the Kardashians when they were driving Chloe to jail. Yes, and everyone's somber, and and then Chloe got all pissed off because Kim was on her phone and like taking selfies, and she's like, "Are you seriously taking a selfie right now? Yeah, on my way to jail." Mm-hmm. Um. And so then the judge like says, okay, this is the state versus Alexis Nyers. Um, you know, this is how you plead. This is, this is what is against you. And like, she could barely even hold it together just for like those little moments when she had to say, yes, yes, your honor, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the surprise hit comes that she's taking the plea deal, um, which is 180 days in jail in county jail. Which means... And three years probation. Which means 50-50, like 90 days, um, which we think she did last. But it, any jail sentence here, you'd serve 50% max. Usually less because of overcrowding. That's really comforting, actually. Yeah. It's comforting that if I yeah. commit a crime... <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about... Uh, Julia dated a CO in Orange County Jail in the men's, and he's, he worked in the mailroom for a while. What's and a CO? Correctional officer. <laughs> but if you're in the military, it's commanding officer. So there's two different COs. Okay. Correctional officer. and But we were talking about mail because I had a friend, and um, he was talking about a mailroom lady got busted. She was taking all the inmates' mail um, and bringing it home and so you know that's federal crime she's going to federal prison right now here she was a correctional officer um responsible for incoming and outgoing mail Uh she was taking it all home and like just reading it like a fucking soap opera (gasps) and they caught her and now she's looking at serious time and federal there's no parole there's no like you do your time like you're 12 years you're doing 12 years like there's like state or jail, you do like, you know, whatever. Right. Federal's like serious business because it's mail fraud. Wow. I mean, I it was totally, I was like, well, it does sound kind of interesting. She's like, no, Chevy used to do that all the time. I'm like, actually, I wouldn't do that because that's mail fraud. And you can really fuck up people's families that way. It's like, oh, I didn't get this letter or I didn't give her. You can really like screw up people's lives by taking their mail and never delivering it, right? Yeah. But what 
would be interesting is being the screener, you know, because they have to screen incoming mail for drugs and stuff. Yeah. And then screen outgoing mail for like secret, whatever. I'm like, that would be an interesting job. Just isn't, to that, like, isn't that what she was doing or she had a different role? Like she was supposed to hand it over to someone. Um, I don't know if she was. Yeah. Maybe she was just like the, the, the mail stampler. Yeah. Handler. Um, but yeah, that would be an interesting job because she said even just at OCGL, there's 20 of them. I'm like, well, that, you know, that's good. So like no one gets like, oh, it's one person. They fixate on. Yeah. You know, like hot felon. You know, yeah. well, I'm going after a love after lockup. I remember hashtag hot felon. Yes. That, that dude. Yeah. Meeks. Yeah. But some of that shit would be interesting to read, right? The mm-hmm. back and forth. If it was just like one lady in a room or like, ooh, what's going on with hot felon today or whatever. But Well, I mean, like, you know, I don't watch the, some of the shows that you do, but you hear about these like wild stories of things that happen, you know, like people. You know, Stassi is, Stassi and Bo now shun 90 day. They're all about love after lockup. Hmm. It's fantastic. And I told Michaela because she's done with 90 Day. And actually, this season of 90 Day is kind of boring. And I'm like, she didn't ever watch. She watched season one of Love After Lockup. I'm like, okay, season three, which is going on right now, it's kind of boring. But season two is fucking fantastic. So if you guys listening, you can even skip season one. It's only like eight episodes. But if you want to watch it, it's still good. But season two, Love After Lockup, and then they continue it on, and it's called Life After Lockup. What channel See, is it on? Um, we. Okay. So it's a really, Michaela stopped watching it because the app streams really poorly, but then I think she ended up upgrading the app or something. She did something, and she's obsessed. She's like, you're not kidding. Season two is fantastic. And then it goes right into life after lockup. So you're, you're still with the same people. Okay. So you get to see the follow-up, and it's so good. And now we're into season three of love after lockup. And it's okay, but season two was just such a fucking blockbuster. And none and it's not too many episodes. You know, like Vanderpump is 25 episodes, whatever. Um, it's like we're talking like eight to ten it's so palatable, but it's so fucking. It, and right now, 90 Day Fiance, like they have the current one before the 90 Days and then the other way. And they're both okay, but it's just kind of like last season. We had the last two seasons, we had like a lot of really good shit. But right now, it's like there's some stuff, but like some of the couples are super boring and I just fast forward through them. So. I live for love after lockup, but unfortunately it's only one hour on Friday nights. Whereas 90 day, it's like Sunday night for two hours, Monday night. It's like, you know, yeah, there's a lot more. All right. So anyway, so they finish up with her charges and well, they go to trial and then she decides she, it, it does make sense to plea and it works out because that's what she gets is 180 days in jail you know, three months, no, well, six months, but it's going to be three months because halftime in LA. And like you said, you think she even did even less and we'll cover that next week. But really, you know, it beats the potential of her being six years in prison. She had to pay a very big fine too, which is like 10 K or something. 600,000. What? Yeah. How would they expect her to pay that? 
I don't know. She wouldn't have gotten that from the show. 600000 Yeah. It said a fine of 600000 <gasps> How? I have That's no idea. That's crazy. Because, okay, you know, in perspective, let's think about 2008, Pretty Wild. It was only one season. I recently found out the 90 Day Fiance and Love After Lockup, you know how much they're paid? Five hundred to fifteen hundred an episode. Now, they only have like, first of all, a lot of times they're not featured on every episode because there's so many people, mm-hmm. and then you only have like you know eight or whatever. Like, that's enough. What we're talking five grand to ruin your life reputation forever because you're so trolled on the internet. It's never going away for five grand. And this is why these people can't afford their visas and their blah, 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 or their rent. It's because, yeah, they're not getting any money. That's how reality TV pay is. Like, it's like, you, so, should, you should see, like, what they pay for some of these jobs. It's it's crazy. So how would Alexis have 600K back in, you know, that long ago? I mean, she chose to, I mean, that's probably for, like, his legal bills and stuff. Like, oh that's, my God. you know what I mean? Like, when you bring a case against someone and they have to have their attorney to, because you're going to so trial. garnish for the rest of her life. Probably. Damn, because um, she never got to maximize like her modeling or acting. Now, now I don't know. I mean, like this is a simple Google search, and it's just coming up. Like I said, Nyers pleaded no contest to felony burglary charges and was sentenced to 180 days in jail, of which she served only 30. She also got three years probation and had to pay a fine of 600 thousand to Orlando Bloom. Oh, just to him. That's what it says. Well, that would be a great question for her. I don't know if she can answer it or not, but that would be a great question for her. It sounds like a legal bill to me. Okay, here's my other concern was, yeah, I got the plea. No big deal. Like, yes, obviously it's a big deal. You had to go to jail. Um, But the probation is what worried me. Because he said, clearly, if you mess up at all, you're going to state prison for two years. And I thought my heart dropped because I thought, okay, I kind of know what happens going forward in her life. Like, I know she got arrested again and in trouble, like, but she didn't go to state prison for two years, but like maybe it was after the two years. Like, I mean, one mess up could be like a speeding ticket. No, it's very, yeah, it's when you're on probation, it's no joke. So it's like anything. Like you look at someone the wrong way and you're in trouble. Right. I really want to want to hear what happened within those two years. Yeah. I cannot wait for our next podcast because yeah. It's going to be juicy. God, imagine how like pins and needles living that two years, especially when you're not living like a perfect, clean, sober, conservative life. Like that's got to be a lot of stress and Mm -hmm. pressure. But then again, you know, if you're doing drugs, maybe you don't care. You don't think about it. I don't know if she was or not, but we'll hear. We'll, we'll catch up on this. All right, you guys. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Yes. We got a fun tell all next week and then we'll just go from there with things. Yes. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Bye.